I put this story under the heading of Who Do You Believe Now? This is from MSN.com. And it was dated on June the 21st. Another story that happened while I was away. And I'm wondering who you believe on this one. And I'm just going to leave this one to your judgment. Matteo Bassetti said patients who could have previously succumbed to the coronavirus were recovering without breathing difficulties. Bassetti said that the virus was like a tiger in March and April, but had downgraded to a wildcat in the recent weeks. The professor... Hold on just a second. The professor said the virus was weakening by itself and a vaccine was no longer necessary to quell it. Well, he further said, though it was not scientifically proven, there was a huge likelihood that the coronavirus was losing its virulence and was mutating. Incidentally, my friends, this is Dateline Italy. The novel coronavirus is no longer lethal as it used to be and it could die on its own without a vaccine, an Italian expert has said. Head of the Infectious Diseases Clinic at the the Policlinico San Martino Hospital in Italy, Matteo Bassetti hinted at a possible end in sight of the virus after stating that the coronavirus was losing its virulence since most patients who would have died from the disease in March or April were now recovering. I don't know where in the world. Matteo Bassetti said COVID-19 was losing its virulence and thus becoming less lethal. Speaking to the Telegraph, Bassetti said the virus had downgraded from an abrasive tiger and was currently a wildcat going by the plummeting number of cases in various parts of the world including Italy, which was once an epicenter of the virus. He said this development meant a vaccine was no longer needed to combat the disease since it may weaken by itself and never return. My friends, I'll put that under the heading of I'll believe it when I see it. In March and April, people were coming to the emergency unit with a difficulty to manage the illness as most of them needed oxygen and ventilation, the professor said. Now in the past four weeks, patterns have changed and there could be lower viral load in the respiration system, probably due to a genetic mutation in the virus, which is not yet. Let me move this. Which has not yet been demonstrated scientifically, he added. He said patients who could have died of the disease two months ago were recovering. And he said 80 and 90-year-old patients were surviving the virus and breathing with ease, but two months ago they would have needed ventilators. He said it was possible... Hold on. The expert said there was a likelihood that the virus was mutating and the lower viral load in the body was due to contaminated measures, containment measures rather, such as social distancing. And I'm not going to go any further with this. I want to be able, my friends, to believe this. 
But in the midst of all of the negative news one way, and the numbers which seem to increase every single solitary day, it is hard to tell who to believe. I want to believe that it's coming to an end, but there are just way too many, and I mean way too many, possibilities whether this is actually right or not. So, I'll put that under the heading of stay tuned and get to the main part of the show, which starts right now. In 2009, I was needing a harmonica, a special harmonica, for a music get-together that I believe was on the Kansas side. I don't remember now where. A friend of mine at that time turned me on to this place in Kansas City, Missouri that was located in the 40th and Main area. And it was the first time, and sadly now the only, that I ever had the opportunity to visit this place. It, is, it was called Lyben Music. L-U-Y-B-E-N. They had been a part of Kansas City since really Channel 4 had, covering 70 years. And while I took the month of June off, Unfortunately, this music store had to close. So tonight here on the podcast, I'd like for us to take a look back at the music that they provided and the services that they did too. And just basically take a look perhaps at some lessons that people might have learned at one point or another. Remembering live and music now closed after 70 years in business. We'll get into that on the other side of this break. This week at long last is the opening of the baseball season. And to go along with that, my feature book in my bookstore this week is the first one I've ever written which is which is a stadium of royal memories it is available at the bookstore it is also available from the Amazon author page amazon.com slash author slash Terry Runyon I invite you to order a copy of it and help us get ready for what will be a shortened but hopefully very entertaining baseball season once again my feature book for this week a stadium of royal memories at Terry's bookstore at Amazon West or on the amazon.com slash author slash Terry Runyon website. Check it out. You'll be glad you did. We still drink cokes and tell old jokes and we bowl at splits and strikes Country music still plays on the jukebox every night. So 
society is not for me, but I can still be found. Oh, we miss you on the old side of town. Babe, we miss you on the old side of town. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of Good While It Lasted here on the New Directions podcast. This time, we are taking a look back because this story happened fairly recently at a music store that I had a chance to visit once. And I liked the selection they had. I wish I would have had other opportunities now to be able to go to be a part of this to go see the kind of things that they had but no such luck late last year I recognized Fox 4 turning 70 and apparently at the very same time they did Leiden Music did as well the Kansas City Star had this report and it was dated on the 5th of June my parents' anniversary, in fact. And this is, quite honestly, my friends, the end of an era. Just a second here. You gave me some other pictures. Hang on. Let me... Try to organ- organize this. Leiden Music, here we go, was located at 40th and Main. This place was famous. It had advertised on KXTR for a while, too. For building strong minds and caring hearts. And it was a lot of fun to see this place for the one and only time I was able to see it. But this is the article, as was presented. I'll update it a little bit as necessary as we go here. This was a special story to the Kansas City Star article reads this way. I have great affection for Leiden Music. For years, the beloved sheet music and instrument store sponsored programming on classical radio station KXTR where I worked. Annette Leiden, the proprietor, recorded her own commercials, which she would always end with the tagline, where music is not a luxury but a necessity in building strong minds and caring hearts. After more than 70 years of doing just that, Leiben Music, a Kansas City institution, has already closed its doors. When they wrote this on the 5th, it said they will close their doors on the 20th of June. We knew this was coming, Leiben said. We couldn't go on. Business has dropped off so much, people just go online. Leiben, at 4318 Main Street is one of only a handful of sheet music stores in the country selling more than just basic piano instruction manuals. Leiben sold the good stuff, high-end, expensive editions sought by serious musicians. Even many large cities no longer have dedicated sheet music stores. And let me stop right there to say, in my opinion, that's sad. You can only now get sheet music online. There is one instrument that looms large in the history of Leiben music, the clarinet. 
Leibniz's grandfather, who immigrated from Holland in the early 20th century, was a clarinetist and founding member of the Kansas City Philharmonic. So was his son Robert. After graduating from Westport High School, Robert studied clarinet with Daniel Bonatti, who was the principal clarinetist with the Philadelphia Orchestra and the father of the American Clarinet School. My father gained... Hold on. Get it here. My father gained quite a reputation as a clarinetist and played clarinet with the Navy Band during World War II, Liban said. When the war ended, Bernstein, who was stationed at the Navy Yard, asked my dad to move to New York and be his clarinetist. But my mom said there was no way she was raising a child in New York City. <laughs> and that Liban is also a clarinetist, but before she took over Liban Music in 1980... She enjoyed a varied career as a high school history teacher and was also hired by Jack Stedman to start up the Kansas City Chiefs' first ever cheerleading squad. Liban was on the sidelines for the first Super Bowl. But she says after that excitement, she was thrilled to be able to take over the family business. My parents never asked me to take over Liban Music, Liban said. It was totally my choice. For years, Liban music has been an integral part of Kansas City's classical music scene. Besides catering to local luminaries like Marilyn May, other big-name stars often made their way to the store. They included Doc Severinsen, John Tesh, and the Osmonds. Joyce DiDonato was a regular customer when she was in high school. Liban always made it made a point of hiring students and young musicians, helping them earn money while nurturing their talents and dreams. One of those employees was J. Kent Barnhart, artistic director and founder of the Quality Hill Playhouse. Kent was one of my boys, Liban said. He would practice piano on his lunch hour and I got serenaded by him every day. It was wonderful. For the past seven years, cellist Iman Chalsatori has worked at Liban Music, where he takes and processes orders. He started when he was working on his master's degree at the UMKC Conservatory. Annette is like a second parent, Charles Slatori said. She's been very supportive, not only by employing me, but also coming to concerts I've given. You can't say that about a lot of bosses. Bob Walzell, dean of the School of Music at the University of Kansas, has been a customer of Liban Music since he was a beginning clarinet student in Texas in the early 1970s. He played with a clarinet ligature, the device which holds the reed to the mouthpiece that was designed by Robert Liban. I still have that ligature and I still play it today, Walzell said. While Walzell lived in Texas, he was strictly a Liban mail-order customer. He didn't get to visit the store in person until the mid-1990s. I didn't know what to expect, he said, to have so much music in one place and be able to browse. I found music that it's been long out of print. You don't have the opportunity online to find those treasures. And the feel of the place, it just exudes music. It's going to be a loss for Kansas City. Liban says that she intends to open a small outlet just for clarinet music in North Kansas City after the store closes. The present building has been sold, although the deal hasn't officially closed, so Liban can't disclose the new owner. She speculates the building where so many memories, friendships, and music have been made will be torn down by the end of the summer. Sad news. 
It will probably be replaced by something nice, Liban said. This old farm building has seen its day. All the people who have come through the door, let me move that up there, will always be a part of me. I'm sure it's going to be hard the last day I walk out of this building, but I made the right decision. And you can reach Patrick Knees, who wrote this article, at patrickknees at kcartsbeat.com and follow his Facebook page, kcartsbeat at www.facebook.com slash kcartsbeat. Another treasure, my friends, that has unfortunately fallen by the wayside in Kansas City. It's been good, though. SVP is not for me in black ties, not my style. I thought you'd like to know, cause you ain't been here for a while. We read about your tour de force, we're glad you get around, but we miss you. jokes and we bowl at splits and strikes the Oak Ridge boys are heroes on the jukebox every night society is not for me but I can still be found but we miss you on the old side of town On the other side of this break, I want to tell you a story, the way I remember it at least, about how an Henri joke became reality. The two players, one of them played baseball, the other was my guitar hero. I'll tell you the story next. Ours is a strength like no other. Born of grit, determination, endless resilience. It's a physical, mental, emotional strength. It's about character, purpose, possibility. But one thing is perfectly clear. There's strong. Then there's Kansas City strong. For more than 180 years, Kansas City has faced countless challenges and powered through each to embrace a brighter day.
across our city and in every corner of our community. You are coming together by staying apart, showing your strength in solitude. Now is the time to dig in and do what's necessary. Today, Kansas City Strong is our battle cry. Show us your strength, Kansas City. They're strong. Then there's Kansas City Strong. Visit us online at kansascitystrong.org. In 1993, Roy Clark started singing what was Mickey Mantle's favorite song of his, at a Make-A-Wish golf tournament in Oklahoma. And every time he sang this particular song, Mickey Mantle would be in tears. At the end of, at the end of this song, somebody snapped a picture of this and they mailed it to Roy with the notation from Mickey saying that he wanted him to sing this particular song at his funeral. When Mickey Mantle passed away at age 61 in 1995, Roy Clark ended up having to do just that. And I'm going to go ahead and get into this right now and have you hear... I don't have the audio from when he sang this at Mickey's memorial service, but I do have a live version of this, and I'm just going to go ahead and go to it right now. Here's the man himself from a Grand Ole Opry appearance yesterday when I was young. Stop to think what life 
Very well deserved. Roy Clark right there, yesterday when I was young. We'll be right back. Looking ahead to the next edition of this podcast, it's going to be our baseball preview show. We're going to have a lot of baseball to talk about. 60 games, an interesting season, no doubt. And we'll focus the most, of course, since this is Kansas City-based, on the Royals, in the hope that maybe, possibly, we could have ourselves a very, very fun year. We'll see what happens as we go along. Join me on the next edition when we talk about all things baseball. As for tonight... Leiden's music, Leiden's music, I beg your pardon, congratulations on 70 strong years, and we wish you all the best in your future endeavors wherever they take you. I may end up paying a visit to the clarinet shop at some point, we'll see, just curiosity's sake, you know. And the friendship between Roy Clark and Mickey Mandel very definitely stood the test of time. 
Yesterday When I Was Young was a legendary song. And it cemented the friendship, I believe. They're in heaven now, I'm very sure. And for that, that's going to wind things up for tonight's edition of the New Directions Podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. I invite you to join me for the next one, when, as I said, will be all things baseball. Until then, I'm bringing someone in I haven't used, whose songs I haven't used anyway. He's had a lot of good hits in his career. I'm going to be somebody. I spell T-R-O-U-B-L-E and a lot of other good songs. But those aren't my favorites, ladies and gentlemen. The one I'm getting ready to play to get us out of here tonight is... Here is the man I call Double T. His name is Travis Tritt. The song is called Put Some Drive in Your Country.